We just wanted to give you a quick brief on who we are and what we do. Uh, so I'm a, fit a fitness, weight loss and mindset coach. Uh, I've been a personal trainer for the last 12 years and I'm a nutrition advisor. And I love helping people really work on how to get free in their mindset and to achieve the goals that they're after, whether it's just in their, their physical goals and how they look and feel, uh, and also helping them break through in mindset and emotions. Uh, so this podcast, we talk about mindset, emotions, uh, we talk about exercise, nutrition, we talk about overcoming challenges and lifestyle, and we, yeah. we rotate through these topics. So we uh, have come back to nutrition, and this is a, a great um, subject that I'm very passionate about, and I'm looking forward to sharing some information with you all. Yeah, yeah it's going to be good fun. And when um, when we get asked questions, which we often do, whether it be by clients or members or people that we meet that you know come to us for questions about how to get fit and get in shape and to, to go on the transformation journey, often the questions we get are about food. You know, there is such a an in-depth amount of knowledge out there on food and it's ever-growing we're always learning and I think that's something that we can all take on board today is that it is a learning process and that process never really stops but there are certain things that you can do to make sure that you're on the right track and you can start doing them right away if you've if it's the first thing you've ever done to take care of any food or nutrition stuff with you then this is a good place to start or whether you're someone who's actually you know actively looking at what they eat every single day and taking a food diary and monitoring everything, then this hopefully will also be of good value to you. So Kat and I used to work together. We used to work together in New Zealand at a Les Mills gym out there. And um, in that time, we, we used to also um, share personal training sessions with each other. And it goes to, um, it, it does kind of show in the way that we, we now conduct our business that we have similar ways of thinking. And we've both discussed and, and shared with you now the kind of background of us, but also you should know that we both train very hard. We both take a passion in our exercise, in our fitness, in our body and our mind. And uh, hey, if, if we can add some value to you today in this podcast, then we will be very, very grateful and we'll feel like our job has been done. So, Kat, should we, should we plow into this content? Yeah, absolutely. So, we, we, d we decided to talk about how to power prep your meals because one thing we, we both notice with our clients is uh, it's easy to uh, kind of go out there and grab convenient food. It's all around us now and it's, it's, you, don't, you don't have to go very far to you know, see how much food is, is all around and available to us and tempting us. But 
if we really want to nail this, nail our nutrition and, and get healthy and feel great and have good energy and achieve the goals that we're after, I believe a big part of it is actually cooking for ourselves and cooking from natural ingredients and from scratch as much as we can. So I know that we're all busy and we have a lot going on and it's much easier to grab those quicker, convenient, um, kind of pre-prepared options. But I want to give you some tips today, particularly on um, how you can save time. So it's not about um, being in the kitchen, you know, for hours every day. It's it's how to actually maximize your time, and that's why I've called this power power prepping because it's about doing it quickly and so that you can get on with your life and you've got a lot of food prepared and you don't have to think about it um, when you get home from the gym really tired. And so this is my solution for. Uh, a lot of people that I work with um, to actually get them cooking more and really um, experiencing what it is to put your own creativity and spin into meals but also do it fast so it doesn't become like a chore and um, something that, that we, we it's like a burden and so that is what power prepping is it's, it's essentially preparing your meals in advance for the week and placing a heap of containers of food ready to go in the fridge and the freezer. <clears throat> so um, I know some of you don't maybe like the thought of leftovers, but unless you have plenty of spare time to make meals from scratch every single day, uh, they're just such a wondrous time saver and they're almost essential way to stay in good shape if you have a busy lifestyle. So it really does make your life so much easier. So that's what power prepping is. And so why would you power prep? So first of all, it saves you a load of calories. When you prepare meals from scratch, as we know, you know exactly what goes in them. So you can pick out the best ingredients. So only things that you enjoy and actually want to put in your body and, and you can make your meals like tasty and low calorie at the same time. And it means that you'll always have like nutritious, nourishing food ready to go. So it is going to save you tons of calories over time. Uh, it, it's going to save you from preservatives, additives, and a lot of extra fat, sugar, salt, and all those things that go into ready-made meals. It's going to save save your body from having to, you know, ingest all of those things. You're going to really reap the rewards of feeling great and enjoying good health. <coughs> another reason, <coughs> excuse me, another reason to power prep your meal is that you'll probably uh, as you get better at, at cooking, if you're not a, a great fan, you will get better. Um, you'll enjoy your meals more and you'll be less likely to fall off track. So if you're the one choosing what ingredients go into your meals, you're more than likely going to enjoy your meals more. And, and it's it's less likely that you're going to head to McDonald's. Like, have you experienced that, Tommy, when your meal just is kind of bland or didn't taste that great or you grab something and you just kind of feel like going out and getting something else? Yeah, 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 all the time, like, um, well, no, not all the time, sometimes, um, when when there's that kind of inner craving, I guess, for something else, but um, but ultimately, it's just kind of reminding, I remind myself that my bases are covered, if my bases are covered, then that's okay, but it is better, it's much um, much help, more helpful if the, if the meal is more interesting and more exciting, so, yeah, definitely. Yeah, do you find that you enjoy your meals more if you make them yourself? Yeah, I think so. It's um, I think there's that sense of achievement, you know, knowing that you've made it. And the same goes with anything in life. If you go out and do something, construct it yourself, then it has more 
of a meaning to you. So I think even just a simple thing like a meal can can definitely be um, feel better if you do it yourself. Mm. Yeah, there's something about the control I like about it. Like you have full control of the flavor, the portion size, you know, the, everything that goes in it, you can fully control it. Yeah. Uh, I really like how that how you can have full control of the macronutrients. Like I know a lot of um, packet food, when I look at the back of the packets, they're often really, really high in carbs. Like what I would class as maybe two or three servings of carbs and just like mm. one serving. So when you prepare your own meals, um, you can change the ratio of the macros. And, and I typically will go higher in vegetables and protein and those things are, are typically more expensive. Then if you buy a packet of food, they often like pad them out with cheaper, you know, um, carbs like rice, white rice or loads of like fillers or potatoes or whatever. So I really like that you can control the macros and, and increase the protein in the fresh vegetables. And the, the other thing is it actually saves time and mental headspace if you don't have to get home and think about what you're going to have to prepare. Like preparing your meals in advance, it saves you time when you do it in a power way, like in a turbocharged way, which we'll talk about on this episode. Um, it saves you having to get home exhausted and think about what to make and pull all your ingredients out of the fridge, wash it, prepare it, cook it all, you know, just for one meal. So preparing in bulk... Uh, I mean, this is another way of saying bulk bulk meal prep, really, but bulk has that con connotation like you're bulking up, so um, yeah. I thought power might be a better word. But uh, preparing in bulk means that you cook once at a time that's convenient to you. Like, for example, this afternoon I um, grated up about seven zucchinis, or courgettes in the UK, and froze yeah. them all in a, in plastic bags and in individual containers so that I don't have to, like, every time I want to grate, you know, some grated zucchini, I don't have to, you know, get out the chopping board, get out the grater, wash it it's like you d I've done it once and that's seven serves so yeah. it's actually more more time efficient and when I'm cooking I also put on a, a good podcast and I use the time to educate myself while I'm cooking that's cool yeah are you much of a cook Tommy I am um, I like to do things quickly like you said I don't like to be slaving over a hot stove I'm a busy person and to be honest with you um, I'm not I'm not a master chef but I know how to eat healthily and um, I like to spend maybe 20 minutes. In fact, sometimes I'll put my food in the steamer and um, I'll get on with doing something else. I'm like you. I like to make the most of my time. You know, um, The thought of standing there watching food cook doesn't seem like the most productive thing, so I always like to do something else. Um, but I generally keep most food throughout the week very regular and, and similar, and I'll have maybe four or five meals that I'll just kind of rotate. Um, which which I would recommend to do. I think everything that, that we talk about with food, ultimately, from a philosophy point of view, is the best food plan is the one that you make yourself, you know, the informative one that you construct because it's your own, um, based on you know guidance that you might get from, from trainers and coaches, etc. Um, because that way you understand it easier. So for, for a little nugget of advice right here before we move on, any new stuff that you learn today, you know, write it down and start to implement it bit by bit because you need to make it your own and you need to make it easy for yourself. Yeah, that's a really good point to to touch on before we get into the meaty content. And I really like what you said about how you have four or five different options. I think it's really important because a lot of people say to me, like, what if I get bored eating the same thing? You know, if I, because I'll suggest they make a, a big 
batch of soup or a, you know a massive kind of slow cooker full of um, some kind of meat and vegetables um, so I recommend that you always have like at least three different options because if you make a massive pot of soup and you just kind of eat it every single snack and every single meal, you'll of course you're going to get over it. Like you're going to just be like, I need something yeah. and that's when you're probably going to go out and reach for biscuits or whatever. Um, so yeah. if you have a few different meals to choose from, then you'll enjoy the variety like mentally and physically. So I'll tend to, when I do my bulk cook up um, for the week, I'll do, tw I'll do two a week and it's, it's like a big production, like I take over the whole kitchen. I actually have to write it on the calendar so that my housemates know that I'm taking over the whole kitchen because if they come in, they're like, whoa, there's actually no space to put even a, a cup on the bench. Um, but I'll make like three, three to five dishes in that time and I'll just freeze them and I'll label them. So when I open the freezer, it's like, okay, I've got, uh, I could have maybe a chicken dish, a meat dish, and I'll make some snacks, like some um, mini muffins or mini little um, mini frittatas, which I make in muffin pans with like egg whites and, and chopped vegetables or some uh, turkey mints and vegetables and just put them all in those, you know, those silicone muffin pans that you just, yep. they just pop out of. So yeah, and then you can just rotate it. Like sometimes, you know, you'll feel like savory, so I'll get out savory snack, and sometimes I feel like sweet, so I make a a muffin, a batch of muffins that'll have like rolled oats, egg, eggs, egg whites, um, some kind of fruit like apple, walnut, something like that, and then just take them out at the beginning of the day, and they usually defrost by afternoon tea. And then... Like I take food with me everywhere because I just don't want to be stuck having to make a, a crappy choice, you know, like having to buy something that I wouldn't really normally choose, like, like mm -hmm. a vending machine or, you know, if you're stuck on a train or you just, you know, you don't always have the options that you'd want. So I always take food in my handbag and take a little cooler bag with me everywhere I go so that you're not just stuck having to choose something that you don't even necessarily like. It sounds amazing. Like, I mean, that's something that I, I definitely admire about the way you do things is the, is the, um, the attention to your preparation for your food and the, the way that you come up with these easy, quick recipes that, that you can prepare. And I, I really urge that if you're listening to this, take note of what Kat, Kat's recommendations are for these food types because I'd love to have all these foods, because I, I, I love food, I'd love to have all these foods that you're talking about ready for me. But the <laughs> thought of now, the thought of doing the process behind getting it ready, I, I honestly would not know where to start. So you're going to be teaching me a lot on this podcast, Kat, because <laughs> I, I mean, muffins are, are, are amazing. And um, if there was a way that there was, you know, a way to, to prepare these muffins in, in a healthier way, to have them not, not waste too much money either, you know, and buying alternatives throughout the day because that can be a, a point to raise how much money people would spend yeah. on food on the go, which isn't good necessarily that good for you anyway. Yeah. Um, when just being a bit more prepared and doing it, you're planning the time. So, Kat, I am the worst for this. <laughs> I, I am the worst for going and grabbing things. Yeah, you know, I choose how, I, I know how to navigate healthily, you know, what's in front of me. I know how to do that. But if I could prepare and plan a little more of my food, then I know that my results would, would be better and I would get where I want to be much faster. So I'm really looking forward to discussing these points with you.
That's great, and uh, it's great to hear that because sometimes just knowing knowing the way to to make it simple so it's not overwhelming is is all you need. And I'm going to throw out a lot of tips and. I don't want you guys to get overwhelmed with like, oh, that sounds just too hard. You know, I'll I'll do that one day, but not today. I just want you to take a few of these tips. So like anything that stands out and resonates to you, just grab it, give it a go. It's not. I mean, this has taken me a long time to get to. It's it's been years of trying different things and trying different recipes, and a lot of it's come out of like having to prep my meals for you know competing and having to be really organised, but also not wanting to just um, give my clients like broccoli and chicken and and egg whites and that's it. You know, I think it's really important that you have flavour, that you enjoy your meals and that you're not dreading your meals. So this this has been a long journey for me. Um, so don't feel like you've obviously got to have it all perfect straight away. But hopefully you can grab some tips that are that are doable straight away. So yet again we have an acronym as we love to do yes. on the transformation podcast. Uh, so let's work through this acronym and uh, yeah just chip in chip in any time Tommy um, so the acronym is power prep so p-o-w-e-r and then prep so for the first P so if you guys are, uh, are able to take notes just write, write down this acronym so P is for plan your meals for the week so plan your meals for the week I usually do this on a Sunday night and I actually do it on my phone while I'm on the cross trainer because I love time efficiency um, <laughs> So I plan when I'll do my food shopping and I plan when I'm going to cook. And I always, ha I actually have a rule that I always um, try to stick to, which is when I get home from um, food shopping or when my food gets delivered, I'm not allowed to just shove random plastic bags of veggies in the fridge. I actually have to prepare them when I get home. Otherwise, I just like, I waste too much food, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I keep them in clear containers and I have these bags called Fresh and Crisp and I, I don't know, I'm sure there's a, a UK alternative but it keeps them for ages, like like weeks, it's really weird, yeah it allows them to breathe, so I, yeah you guys in the UK have a look at your supermarket um, for Fresh and Crisp bags, they're, they're near where all the plastic bags and like lunch bags and things like that are, or Ziploc bags. And if you're in Australia, they're at Coles and at Woolworths. And it really makes your veggies last longer. Do you plan your meals, Tommy? I plan them. <laughs> I kind of go I kind of go by, like I said before, my, my rotation system. Um, and a lot of the time, I, I, well, actually pretty much all the time, I cook for myself and my fiancé, who's also um, in the fitness industry, and we work at the same place, so I'll go home first, and I'll be like, right, I'll, I'll go get dinner, and I get it on the way home, which is, which is the way that works for us at the moment. You know, I used to go food shopping; I used to spend up to two hundred pounds a time. And I was finding that I was wasting too much food, so I now go and get it on the day, which does take a little longer, and perhaps I do spend a little more money on the actual food for, for you know for the, for the ease of convenience. But I was wasting more before, mm. um, so I will just go with what meal I haven't had for a few days <laughs> so that <really> makes <laughs> yeah. sense yeah. Um, but also I will depend it on how I'm how I'm feeling, how my energy levels are feeling like I, I look at Kelly, like my fiance, like, but she's in, in a session and I've just finished and I say oh, no, I'll, I'll go get dinner and we kind of look at each other and she'll, she'll give me like a look that says 
need some gumph tonight, need some carbs, need some <laughs> wholesome wholesomeness. Um, or she'll go, she'll go, yes, lean, lean. And that means, you know, that, that means it's, it's salmon and veg night. Right. So, um, we, we, are, we are kind of quite similar and we've, we've made this way of doing things. But to answer the question, it would be on that, that rotation system. I know that all of those meals are stellar. I know that all of those meals, even if I was to eat the same one every day, would get me where I want to be. So I just rotate those. Mm, that's great. I think rotation is is so key because our bodies will create intolerances if we give them the same things all the time. And with all the the range of amino acids that we need, you know, we, we don't yeah. want to be eating the exact same proteins every time or the exact same vegetables every time. There's so many different vegetables to choose choose from. So it's it's great to like try different colors. Try. I, I recommend that you try. Um, to cover all your colors so something purple like red cabbage um eggplant or aubergine um beetroot and something red like capsicums tomatoes carrots and orange capsicums for your orange um and obviously greens like green leafy greens kale and and broccoli and things like that so cover all your colors and also um also rotating like your carbs, like you don't always have to have the same kind of carbs. It's great to try different things. Like lately, I've been um, having buckwheat. Have you tried buckwheat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm really digging it. Like I'll cook up this massive pot of it, and then I just wrap it in like a in balls. So I'll just put a ball of it and wrap it in cling cling wrap, and then just mm-hmm. have a container of balls of them. And then I take them out in the morning, and you, I love it because you can have it sweet or savory. Same with quinoa. Actually, yeah. same with most, you know, buckwheat's not actually a grain, but it's, um, but with a lot of these grains, you can have them sweet or savory. So sometimes I'll have the quinoa with like some coconut. Um, you can get this coconut milk. It's not like creamy coconut. It's like a, yeah, I know one. you know, the one in the carton or almond milk or even macadamia yeah. milk is amazing. And oh, wow, nice. yeah, it's a really nice breakfast um, with a bit of cinnamon, some sliced almonds or, um, a little bit of coconut, something like that. So trying all these, yeah, so delicious. These different kind of grains and different options. Because I used to just live for years on rolled oats. It was just oats, oats, oats. And I do love them. But, um, yeah, it's good to try different things and try some gluten-free grains as well. Yeah, that's uh, that's cool. I think people won't, wouldn't necessarily know about all those things. Yeah, I, I just, like, I love health food shops and I love finding different types of grains and types of um or even if like i'll go through periods where i go grain free and then it's like okay now i have to find other options for carbs so i'll go through root vegetables and i'll find different types of vegetables so i'll try some asian greens if i haven't tried you know everything i've seen in my fruit and veggie shop when i've actually found this thing called spaghetti squash have you seen that no, it is so crazy it's this massive long pumpkin it's like a long oval kind of thing and it's already like pre like spaghetti it's crazy wow. like you bake it in the oven and you open it really? up and it's just like it's like nature they call it nature's spaghetti or nature's pasta or something it's just so like, cool is that? yeah it's really cool and then you just add like a sauce and it, you have it instead of pasta it's pretty crazy that's uh, that, I mean that could be um, that could be a game changer right there. <laughs> yeah, 
I think they actually labelled it as Slimmer's Spaghetti or something on the actual pumpkin. Oh, it's a squash. It's a, yeah, spaghetti squash. The other thing is, have you seen um, Slim Noodles? Yes, I have. Yeah, they're, they're my go-to if I ever feel like something kind of a big bowl of something stodgy, but I don't want to have, like, pasta. So they're quite filling. We, yeah, we, we um, uh, Kelly actually came up with this one. Uh, she once made a uh, equivalent of a spaghetti bolognese. Um, so the mincemeat was there, the, the tomato sauce was there, um, and, and the mushrooms. But she, instead of using pasta, she used green beans. Oh, yeah. Like runner beans, like thin runner beans. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was actually quite, quite nice. That would be nice. Yeah, it was quite nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm really into substitutions. You know, like you're taking your typical, you know, fattening, high-calorie, whatever, and, and replacing it like zucchini noodles or courgette noodles, like just peeling them and just yeah. dropping them into hot water and having that instead of your pasta. It's really nice. Yeah, so there's all these little tricks, you know, tricks. Um, Food hacks, if you will. Food hacks, yeah. Yeah, healthy substitution hacks. Cool, so that's, um, that's prepare, uh, sorry, plan your meals for the week. The other thing just on that is um, I recommend that you, like, refrigerate your items in, in containers so that they're, like, at eye level and they're easy to, easy to access and then freeze the rest of it. And I use plastic containers that easily stack up, so like getting all the same shape so you don't have them kind of balancing and falling over in your fridge and freezer. So stackable containers, you might want to go out and buy a whole heap of like matching stackable containers. And I, I actually put um, labels on them and um, I write on them with like a vivid pen or I'll use Ziploc bags so you can label them and you can put the date on it, you can put what's in it mm-hmm. and that's just a good way to keep things organised. So that's pretty much planning. So we'll onto the O which I've put, um, this is just an option for some people and I've started doing it lately but um, I actually order my groceries online. Um, so I started adding up the amount of times I spent on trips to the grocery shops over over a month and I was quite astounded. I was like, by the time I go, I, in the UK, I used to buy my food like you guys every every day. I just buy what I needed yeah. for the day. But here, um, like by the time I go to the supermarket, park, um, get your trolley, choose what you want, you know, pay for it. It was it was taking like an hour, and I now I've just set it all up online, and you can just save it and then just repeat your wow. order. And it's yeah. it, it costs. If you use your MasterCard here, like your Coles MasterCard, it, it costs nothing, and or it's about like five or six dollars or something. So for me, like um, I just waited up and I didn't want to waste time on it anymore. Um, yeah. And so that that might be an option for for some people. And uh, the other thing is, if you do like um, buy an organic, it's a good way to get your organic deliveries um, because a lot of them are hard to find in the supermarket. And if you don't want to travel, you know, a long way to get them. Yeah. Um. So that is O. Just have a look, have a think about it. Like, look online and see if it's if it's for you. And then W is write out a list of everything you need. So I do this electronically. Uh, I use Evernote, and I I just put a shopping list on on there. I put like my weekly shop. I put um the the freezer section, the fridge section. Like I'll you know, organize it into sections. Um, 
and you, you might need to write a list of like some kitchen items that are going to save you time in the long run. So it's really yeah. worth investing into some gadgets that will help make your food, food prep quicker. And I've actually written out a whole lot of um, recommendations and we're, we're going to put that on a PDF and put it in our in our show notes for you guys if you want to print awesome. off that list. Yeah, so write a list of everything you need. And then E is estimate your meal and snack requirements. So what I recommend you do when you're estimating your requirements is to actually um, take out your calendar and sit down with a notebook or like use your yeah, phone or internet whatever you like and just work out what meals and snacks you'll be eating and match them up to your calendar so basically what when you'll be eating at home and when you'll be out so if you're going to be out um, write down some good healthy options you can choose from you might need to look at the websites of some cafes or restaurants if you if you know that you're going to go out for dinner so you can plan it in advance or if you're going to be out of out of town or if you're going to be out all weekend so that you can pack your food and take it with you like I know it sounds like a lot of work but it just just doing that is going to really help keep you organized mm. is there anything you want to add on that one no I think that I agree 100% with everything there it's, um, it does take a little bit of time but it, it's what you want because you want the result and you want to feel energized and and get those gains and get those rewards so make the time for it yeah, good point. Yeah, it always goes back to the benefit and the reward. If it feels too hard um, to focus on on why why you do it, <laughs> and it definitely is going to help help get you a good result in your in your body. Um, so R is recipe hunt. <laughs> Sounds cheesy. So hunt for some new recipes, and it doesn't have to be a, a you know, buy a whole new book or anything. Sometimes it's just um, if we really are getting a bit bored with our food, if we're wanting to kind of blow out, we, we kind of do you ever get that feeling where it's like, oh, I just I just fancy something different. Like I just, yeah, I just need something new, like yeah. new flavors, yeah. new textures, or something. Um, so I just recommend you spend a few minutes each week to, or every two weeks, just to find a new recipe and have a look online. Obviously, there's thousands of recipes online, and just try something different so that you don't get bored. Yeah, good point. Yeah. How many meals, you know, a day? How many meals that equates to a month? It can be something that you do um, the same a lot, you know, repetitively. So yeah, mix it up and find something new. Definitely. Yeah, it's good for the mind, good for the body. Um, so that's power, and now we're up to prep. So the next P is to pack your lunch every night. <laughs> <laughs> so in order to make sure that you take a packed lunch each day, or you know, you might buy your lunch however many times you want to do it. Um, let's say you decide that you're going to buy your lunch once a week, and but if you if you pack it, and if you're not a morning person, or if you don't particularly you know if you find that you're rushing in the morning I recommend that you actually do it the night before um, it's gonna save you money it's gonna save you calories I spent a fortune buying lunches in in London when I was there like I yeah because yeah. I was working um, right by that place pod okay yeah, yeah. yeah and it's it's pretty pricey like for what you got but it was just such good food that I would just be buying it all the time um and there's some actually quite good options but um you're just gonna avoid a lot of the added preservatives and unknown ingredients and like like I said like extra salt extra fat um if you make your lunch so 
Salads are pretty good if you make them the night before, but just don't add your dressing until the next day. Um, you can wash and dry your veggies. You can um, wrap up some grilled chicken breasts. Uh, like I said, grab some healthy muffins out of the freezer. Um, or you can place some leftover um, pre-made meals into separate containers so that you can take something to work and just heat it up. Um, you know, just microwave it or whatever if you're in a hurry. So that's lunch, pack your lunch, um, and it's a, it's a good chance to have your salad, you know, you really do want to have something raw as, as often as you can, um, because raw food retains a lot of the nutrients. Yeah. Do you guys feel like having salads at the moment, because you guys are in winter now, aren't you? Or you just coming it's into starting to It's starting to cheer up a little bit, so the oh, salads yes. are starting to come back out onto the menu, yeah, for sure. Oh, good. Because often you don't always feel like in a winter, eh? Like, we're, we're pretty hot still, and I'm not feeling like soup at all. Like, it's still still salads, but, um, yeah, it's quite good to go in the season. Yeah, for sure, yeah. Okay, R, um, I've got here, re record your methods to systematize mm -hmm. what you do. So I use an app called MyFitnessPal. Do you yep. know the one? Yep. I really like yes. recording things on there because you can create your recipes and um, and save them on there. Um, so that's a great free app that you can download, My Fitness Pal, and you can record all the food and also your calorie output, so your exercise. Um, or you can use a spreadsheet or even a, just a notebook. But use it to like collate your recipes, plan your meals, and just have everything there so that you're not kind of starting from scratch all the time. Um, and like I said, I use the Evernote app, and I have all my photos, ideas. Uh, like if I'm looking through the internet and I see a recipe or I see some some idea on Instagram, I'll just kind of take a photo and, and put it into my Evernote. So you know, sometimes you see things and you think, oh, this looks good. I must try that, and then you just forget. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's good to kind of have a, a place where you record your, yeah, you just have, have like a dumping ground for all your ideas and ways of systematizing it. Yeah. Systemizing it. Yep. Okay, so that's R. Um, e is expedite. Is that a word? <laughs> <laughs> well, it isn't. It is now. Expedite. I actually Googled expediate and expedite, and I read about to make sure I was using the right word, but basically it's it's making, it's speeding up your kitchen time. So I've put E, expedite your kitchen time. Um, so the way I do this is firstly I choose vegetables that don't take a lot of prep time. So I really like zucchinis because they're really, really quick to chop and great. Uh, I like mushrooms. I find they're really quick. Um, I buy ready, uh, ready washed spinach. Uh, I also buy... Um, chopped onion that's frozen so it's, it's actually pretty good nutrients as well they often freeze them you know as soon as they're picked and chopped so they're not too bad um because i hate just chopping onions i find it's like the worst so you can just buy it already done and then you can just mm -hmm. ch chuck it in a bowl with some eggs and there's your omelette you know it's really quick and easy um and then i buy proteins that don't require much preparing so i'll buy things like I really like buying fish because you don't have to cut all yeah. the fat off. Um, I do love chicken breast, but I find that's a bit of a pain to cut all the fat off sometimes. Um, I really love mince because you just chuck it in the pan. So I'll buy turkey mince, chicken mince, um, extra lean beef mince. 
mm-hmm. and kangaroo mints. Do you guys have that? <laughs> no, well, <laughs> not on the not on the supermarkets. Right. <laughs> yeah, it'd probably be pretty expensive. You can get it. Like there are some websites that you can go to to get that. Oh right. Yep. Yeah, there's, I remember there was a game one that you could get bison and buffalo and all sorts of stuff. That's the one, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think canned salmon is another great one. Like, yeah. it's just so easy. I get the one without the bones and skin and you just chuck it in a bowl of whatever, salad or rice or something like that. So easy. You're talking like a three-minute cook. Like, it's not even, well, not even a cook. Yeah, it's so good, eh? Just Canned fish is such a winner. I remember when I went to Germany, um, I was dieting for a competition and like my whole suitcase was filled with cans of tuna and salmon. <laughs> and then I got there and I just emptied out the mini bar and like got them to take it away so I wouldn't be tempted. Yeah. And I just filled the whole fridge with I went to the market and just like got all these vegetables and just filled the fridge and yeah, but I'll never forget like my whole suitcase just taking, you know, just these cans of fish. Cause it's quite hard to, you know, have protein that's convenient. Yeah. So you can get carbs everywhere. You can buy a piece of fruit. You can buy, you know, a sandwich, whatever. But to actually get protein, it's, yeah, it's a bit more of a challenge. All right. And then the last the last letter is P, is to pack your fridge and freezer with low-calorie meals and snacks. Nice. So I usually do a few different dishes, like I said, um, I'll bake up three trays of vegetables. So I'll bake up like um, zucchinis, cauliflower, mushrooms, all sorts of things like that and bake them. I do a double steam up um, with spinach, cabbage, asparagus, broccoli, beans, all that kind of thing. Um, And like you, I go and do other things while that's all cooking. Um, I'll prepare my raw snack veggies, so things like cherry tomatoes, green beans, um, cucumbers, radishes, and then I actually do a, um, smoothie bags. So I'll get chop everything up and and individually um, create smoothie bags in Ziploc bags, and then I'll just grab wow. out a bag in the morning. So that's what a good way to save time. Yeah, because I was um, every morning I'm just getting out all these bags, like bag of beans, bag of spinach, bag of um, berries or whatever, so I've just put them all in in bags ready. And you know, it takes that time, but you can do it when you've planned to do it, yeah. rather than like, oh, I've got to get home and do it. You know, it's so good. Yeah, so smoothie um, preparation, and then um, the last thing is like, I boil up some eggs. So I've always got like boiled eggs in my fridge if I even get home and just need a quick snack Um, like I said the mini frittatas, a lot of these are on my website so I'll let you know how to find them so like little mini mini muffins, um, homemade pancakes so things like oats um, carton egg whites so you just pour the egg whites out instead of having to you know break the eggs etc so yeah they are hacks they're just little things that do add up and save you a lot of time Definitely, they're like, um, I mean, these are, uh, they're like jump ups, aren't they? Head starters, because we have, well, I say we, mostly you have had to um, learn this. It's taken a lot of time and figure this out and a lot of trial and error and a lot of, you know, mixing different things around. And what we've got here right now is a an, an instant level up. Yeah. An instant, an instant upgrade on your food and nutrition knowledge and preparation knowledge more specifically so 
I hope that you're find, listening to as you're finding it as useful as I am because I mean I'm my brain's just buzzing now with all these <laughs> ideas. That's cool, yeah, and there's a lot you can do, and it can certainly be overwhelming. And this is only a taste of what I do. I do a lot more things, and and you guys will have your own ideas, obviously, as well. And there's a lot of things that you can come up with using your own imagination. Um, the important thing is, like I said, to just choose a few things and get started. So yeah. you, this takes time. You can build on it over time. You build your recipes as you go, and you just try one new recipe and, and the more you do it the faster you get so at first you'll be a little bit slow and you'll be figuring things out and then um, now I don't even measure things when I when I make my muffins it's it's like I, I can see how much to put of everything in but it, it took me a while to do that um, so just try it try it for a few weeks and um, and, and see how you go and, and yeah I mean you can always ditch things later but at least give it a go because you will get faster at it yeah <clears throat> so that pretty much sums it up. Should I quickly just repeat that acronym? Yeah, I think it'd be good for everyone to um, just have that in their minds, definitely. Cool. So P, plan your meals for the week. O, order your groceries online. W, write a list of everything you need. E, estimate your meal and snack requirements. So do like a forecast using your calendar. Uh, recipe hunt, even if you just find one new recipe. P, pack your lunch, uh, record your methods and systematize what you do. E, expedite your kitchen time, so get speedy. And the last P is pack your fridge and freezer with low calorie meals and snacks. And then you've, you've got no excuse because it's just oh, all so there, good. nice and easy. Yeah, that's so good. There's so much to take from from what has been said today. I think it would be useful for if you're listening to maybe go back and listen to it a couple of times because there's so much in here that you can learn. Really, there is. And nutrition, as we said before, is such a a, a maze. It is a, a a maze of trial and error and a maze of misleading information that can be found on TV on the back of um, labels and supermarkets and, and in magazines. So all the stuff is legit here today it's all legit stuff this is what we do every single day and in particular what cap does more so than i do you know be completely honest this area of nutrition is um something that cats invested a lot of time a lot of money in in as well with regards to qualifications so there is a lot to be learned and to take on board today and, and guaranteed there'll be something in there that you can do right away that will help yeah thanks tommy i hope that's been helpful and we'll put up um that PDF and the Facebook page so uh, if you want the recipes uh, go to my website which is katmiller.com k-a-t-m-i-l-l-a-r.com and if you want the PDF of um, how to save time with some of the um, time-saving gadgets we'll put that up on our Facebook page which is facebook.com forward slash transformation code that's the one and your website tommygentleman.com yeah, yeah, my, my website is like a day or two away from being upgraded. So hey, by that's the time exciting. you listen to this, hopefully there will be something actually on there for you to have a look at and some value to download some free videos and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, TommyGentleman.com, check it out. If it's not if it's not snazzy and jazzy, by the time you get there, then just go back in a couple of days' time because it will be soon. Um, and you'll also find information of this podcast on there too, as well as your main uh, other than Facebook, your main routes of navigation, 
please right away would be to um to go and make sure you subscribe to us on itunes because then you're going to get an alert when we have a new episode and you'll be able to download that right away and listen to it yeah thanks for that and we'd really appreciate it if you'd share it with your friends and and also give us a like absolutely and cut to finish with um i know that you are the wizard of all things acronymical <laughs> is that a word that's I a have, cool word yeah well it is now yeah um i have an acronym for you to finish today with a um attached to a thank you thank you for the awesome content in this in this podcast cat is the brains of this um operation she brings <laughs> forward all the content and um and we go through it you know and it's, it's always good fun um so the the acronym is kick ass teaching <laughs> that's awesome i'm not the brains behind it all you do a lot for me and you have such I'll, great ideas I'll how did you come up with that well, I've been thinking about that um, for a grand total of 10 seconds, and nice. um, I was just trying to work it out, and it seemed right, so yeah, kick-ass teaching. I think, uh, thank you very, very much um, for listening, and thank you, Kat, for, for sharing this podcast once again. Next week, we'll be talking to you with some more cool, awesome content for you to help you through your transformation journey. This is the Transformation Code podcast. Like us on, um, on Facebook, Transformation Code. And make sure you share with your friends. We'd love that. And um, if you have any questions, if you have any questions, then please do speak to us because we are all ears. Yes. Thanks for listening and talk to you next time. Adios. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.